0: Hello there everyone in podcast land, I'd just like to speak about, I suppose what's happening in America now, Um, and just to kind of narrow that down a bit, I'd I'd say the terrible scenes in, well I suppose all over the country really, Um, after the inexcusable killing of yet another minority specifically a a black man at the hands of a police officer with a less than stellar record. Um, There's nothing new really in America. It seems to be going on for as long as I can remember. Uh, I'm a millennial and I kind of just about remember Rodney King. Um, So very little has changed in 25, 30 years. And I think people maybe forget that I think after Barack Obama, I heard a lot of talk about post-racial America, post-racial this, post-racial that. But you have to really remember that the bloodiest war in American history um, was their civil war, where basically half the country were fighting to keep black people not only as second-class citizens, but not even citizens, as actual slaves, that they could pretty much treat as dogs. In fact, some of them treated their dog <coughs> treated their dogs better. Um, and the death toll from that was, I think, something like 600,000. Um, I don't have the figures to hand. Um, and bear in mind as well, this was when people were, I should say, soldiers were using muskets. Um, so they fought tooth and nail to maintain a status quo where they could actually kill, name, and work people to death because they were black people that they'd taken or were delivered from Africa. Um, so we've come a long way since then, but clearly there is still something systemically wrong in America and it's not just mm-hmm. America. Um, it does happen obviously in many other nation states. Um, it seems to be very well publicized there, um, and almost institutionalized in their police departments, but it's by no means unique to their, um, And of course, compounding all of this, you've got the orange tangerine nightmare in the White House, who, rather than having a calming influence, not only exacerbates things, but has now got to a point where Twitter, his favourite soapbox, have actually said, your speech is too hate-filled and glorifies violence, that they've had to put a warning on it. And this is the leader of the most powerful nation in the world. I really it boggles the mind um you know he came out and said that the people protesting around the White House uh will be met with vicious dogs and ominous weapons. I mean the guy is absolutely insane. he's tapped into the moon and he's dangerous um But the thing I really like about America is that even while their leader is a mentally challenged incurious dilettante who has the cultural and intellectual scope of one of their Kardashians, that they somehow can also launch... A public private venture, so SpaceX with Tesla, or sorry, SpaceX with NASA, um to bring two of their astronauts to the ISS, the International Space Station, successfully testing a new well um not quite yet, but hopefully, hopefully the capsule docks with the space station okay. Um and that's a it's a huge achievement and that they're able to do that all the while this is going on. It's really a country of contrast. Um uh, that's why I, I it, it's always such a unique place. And they say melting pot, I think it really is a melting pot in more ways than one uh at the moment, unfortunately. Um and I think the only way to really change any of this, um as with countries with leaders like Trump throughout the world is through the ballot box, where in America, these, despite the best efforts of certain parties to suppress vote and to gerrymander and to ensure that the electoral process is actually not democratic, um, there is still the hope that um, in November people can institute some form of change that can, well, I suppose, first of all, remove Trump and return some degree of normalcy. Um, And I'll be watching that pretty closely, I'm sure you all will as well. Um, And I hope that things obviously settle down. Um, In terms of the protesters, and I use that word loosely, um, I think these type of events are often hijacked by all sorts of fringe groups, both left and right. Um, I think burning, looting and destroying your local businesses doesn't really do anything to affect social change or social justice. I I don't really see the link there or the logic. Uh, If you're destroying your neighbourhood businesses and then they don't reopen and then poverty um, and destitution increases and thereby makes more people turn to crime, that doesn't really help anything. Um, So I think there's certain nefarious elements as well amongst the protesters but people quite correctly are protesting because it's absolutely despicable Um, so it's it's a complex tapestry if you will Um, and unfortunately as I said we or they have leadership rather that's compromised and that would be a very complimentary thing to say about the US government at the moment so I suppose in closing I'd, I'd just like to say that I do have some degree of hope for the future. Um, It'll be an interesting couple of months until the election in America, and I think everyone all over the world will be watching it really, really closely. Um, I personally thought Donald Trump was a shoe in for re-election for a few different reasons. Um, however, things now, especially the coronavirus outbreak... How badly that was handled, and this latest disaster, um, I'm not so sure anymore, um, but we'll see. We'll wait and see. Um, of course, how they vote in America with the Electoral College is a whole other podcast. Um, it's its not a democratic system at all, and actually, linking back to how I started this podcast, it was very much a giveaway to slaveholders um, when it was first constructed. And it doesn't, it's no longer really representative of America. Uh, I mean, when you criticize it, people often say, um, Why do you want people in California on the west or east coast to vote um, to count more than people in the Midwest or the Bible Belt of America? Well, the answer is I don't. I want one person, one vote. And if America was like that, um people like trump would never be elected nor most of his republican party would be um uh I, I don't see the distinction of someone in the midwest having twice two and a half times the representation of someone on the east coast just because there happens to be bigger population there um and most of america's economy is from the coastal cities um but anyway, that's for another day. Um, so, cool. Let me know what you think. And thanks for listening, whoever is. Um, I hope you enjoy a few days off or isolated or at work, whatever you're up to. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>